a lot of the time I see people hold ourselves back from even taking that first step or they take the first step, they take the action and it doesn't go perfectly. And so then they go, oh, I'm not good at that. So I'm just going to stop doing that. Please don't stop at that point. Successful people do not stop at that point. They keep going. They persevere. They become better at it. It's those ones that keep getting up and doing it again and again and again. They're the ones that have businesses that survive and are successful. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for hitting download and tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking all about confidence and the two best strategies that I use that support me in taking action, even when I'm uncomfortable, even when I'm not confident. And these two strategies can be used in any area of business, no matter what it is that you are doing. And I feel like sometimes there's one that you're probably going to be like, "Mm, hadn't thought of that. And the other one will probably be like, "Mm, yeah, okay. And it's because some of it is actually a tough love conversation, which I'm going to have with you. So buckle up. (laughs) So firstly, what I want to say is just thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to me that you take the time to listen to the podcast. And I would love it if you could just take one minute, 60 seconds to scroll to the bottom of the podcast episodes on your app that you're listening to this on right now and click the write a review. It would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and a couple of words of what the podcast means to you. Leaving a review for a podcaster means so much. And the reason why it means so much is because it helps me get my message out there even further. It shares it with more people and lets people know that this is an important or a worthwhile podcast listening to. Plus also it really helps me get epic guests on the podcast. So if you want to hear so much more from incredible guests, leaving a review can help support me in landing some of those really big guests. I would appreciate it so much if you could take the time to scroll to the bottom of the episodes as you're listening to this and leave it a review for me. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's talk about confidence. Confidence is one of those sticky things that I think that sometimes people tell themselves they don't have the confidence to do something when they really want to do it. And it can keep us stuck. It can keep us holding ourselves back or playing small. And it's one of those things that I think as an adult, we forget that confidence is developed. It's not that something we're not just born with confidence. It's not something that we look at other people and go, oh, they're confident. It's okay for them because they're confident. That's bullshit. Like they are not necessarily born with that natural talent. And I think that they, we can often use it as a bit of an excuse to not take action because we're doubting ourselves or we're not feeling confident in that space. And I think that's the first thing to consider is recognizing that one, confidence actually comes after the action and confidence comes from a place of competency. So we're not confident in something until we become competent right? So we go through or our brain goes through this process of becoming competent in a skill. So when we first learn something or we first are aware of the fact that, hang on a minute, I don't know this thing and I'm uncomfortable here or I'm not confident in this thing, then we then become aware of something that we do want to learn. 
and that we want to become confident in. Once we're aware of that, then we can either take the steps to learn and be okay with being in the beginner seat and learn the skill or the talent. And the more that we practice it with repetition, we go through that next phase of consciously becoming competent where we're actually aware of the thing. So it takes a bit of energy and effort to do the thing. And we're consciously like putting effort in to get better at it. And it's not then until we take it to the next level where we've done it so many times that it becomes on autopilot where we build that confidence or we feel so competent in the action that we feel confidence. So this is what I, you know, sometimes we need to hear this again and again, because we look at certain areas of our business and go, oh, well, I can't do that because I'm not confident yet. Well, what are you doing to get confident? What are you actually doing? Are you sitting there waiting for the confidence to just come to you magically? (laughs) Or are you putting in the hard yards? Are you putting yourself in the beginner seat and learning the thing and taking those 10,000 hours and putting them to action and getting the thing done to build the confidence? Because that's what it takes. Confidence comes after the action, right? You need to take the action uncomfortable and scared and all the things to build the competency, And so the first strategy that I want to talk to you about is overcoming the fear to take the action anyway. And the way that I look about doing this is being okay to be in the beginner seat and being okay with the fact that I'm here to test and measure, that I'm not going to get it perfect the first time, that I'm not even going to be confident in this the first time. So let yourself off the hook and go, okay, so what if I just gave myself the action step and said to myself, I'm going to do this three or four times. I'm going to give myself a kind of a goal around getting competent in it. And not expect myself to have confidence. Drop the expectation. Do the thing anyway, even though you're not confident and get competent in the action. Get competent in the skill first, right? So a lot of the time I see people hold ourselves back from even taking that first step or they take the first step, they take the action and it doesn't go perfectly. And so then they go, oh, I'm not good at that. So I'm just going to stop doing that. Please don't stop at that point. Successful people do not stop at that point. They keep going, they persevere, they become better at it. It's those ones that keep getting up and doing it again and again and again. They're the ones that have businesses that survive and are successful. So which spot are you going to sit in? Are you going to sit in the place of like, oh, I have this expectation of myself that I'm going to be perfect the first time or that I'm going to sit here and not even take the action because I'm not confident? Or are you going to be willing to do it uncomfortable, to work on the competency and let yourself off the hook to take the action repetitively in order to get confident? Because I think sometimes like, you know, we, and I have this with a client at the moment, actually, she's about to launch something and she's never launched it before. And she's already in that fear of like, well, what if it doesn't go well? And I'm like, well, what if you just expect it to not go well? Like, what if you actually just use this as a trial run? What if you just use this as an opportunity to learn and to develop data to find out what worked and what doesn't work? What if you went all in and tried everything, not with the expectation that it's going to work, not with the expectation that you're going to get it perfect the first time, right? Or you're going to be confident in it the first time. What if you just did it as a trial run? This is the first one of four times of launching. And she said to me, oh, um, okay. So should I not set a goal around it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely set a goal around it. Set a stretch goal around it and be okay with the fact no matter what happens, it's a learning opportunity. No matter what happens, it's a lesson in what's going to work and what's not going to work. Because the first time you launch anything is a risk. And the first time you launch anything at all, it's all about the data you collect. It's all about the lessons that you take from that opportunity. Because you are just in like baby steps. You are literally like a toddler learning how to walk in that phase 
because you're learning up what lands with people, what uh, language you need to communicate it with, what's important to people, why, like if it's the right time that you're working on money blocks, time blocks, fear blocks, like all of the things in order to get people to purchase. And if you've never launched something like this before, if it's a brand new for you, then you're also getting comfortable in how good the program is or the, whatever it is that you're launching and building confidence in it. So there is so much factor that goes into a launch. If you were to just to take the learning from this of like, drop the expectation that you're going to get it perfect the first time, that you're going to be confident the first time and be okay with the fact that you're going to learn through this experience. And the more that you do it, the easier it's going to become and the more confident you're going to become. So build the confidence, right? So that should be your goal, not be confident in something. The goal should be, how am I building my confidence here? So that's my first strategy. Build your confidence, drop your expectations and work on just taking the action to get competent. Okay. Before I dive into the second strategy, I want to share with you, I have a brand new training over the last five years of working with women in business. I have uncovered the top 15 self-sabotaging behaviors that keep us stuck and hold us back from having the success that we desire. And I wanted to create a training around this to support you in being able to overcome that self-sabotaging behavior so you can move forward and take massive action in your business. So whether you are people pleasing, over delivering, undercharging, over-consuming, overthinking, like they're just a few, but there's 15 that I've uncovered. And so by taking you through this in the training, I share with you the 15 ways that I see self-sabotaging behavior playing up and how to overcome it, the top four fears that are keeping you stuck, how to overcome the self-sabotaging behavior and step into your next level of success, and four ways to overcome any self-sabotaging behavior. So if it's time for you to step into your next level of success and you possibly think that you could be self-sabotaging, then I would definitely check out this training. It is free. It is direct download. You can get access to it straight away by clicking the link in the show notes. You don't even have to sign up, right? I'm giving this to you because you're an incredible podcast listener and I'm not asking for anything other than check it out. And I hope that it impacts you in a really positive way. All right, let's dive into strategy number two. So as I mentioned that with confidence, it takes the time to actually build the confidence through your competency. Now, the reason why we feel fear or we feel scared about taking an action when we're not confident is because we're uncertain of the outcome and our brain goes into a state of fear because it's like, oh, I've never done this before. It's scary and scary means danger and danger means death. And so our brain goes into ways to protect us and it shows up in self-sabotaging behaviors or it shows up in a negative thought pattern around like, oh, you're not confident. You shouldn't do that, right? So one core strategy that I love to use when it comes to doing something I've never done before is mental rehearsal, taking the time to mentally rehearse the steps you're going to take repetitively helps your mind come to a place of feeling certain and feeling safe. Now, this is obviously not as effective as taking the action, obviously, but it is very much very close to being very similar to that level of confidence building. And the reason why this works is because your brain doesn't know the difference between real or imaginary. So they did this study once where they asked two different groups of piano players to practice a piece of music and they gave one group the music sheets and the piano to practice on. And they asked the second group just, they just gave them the sheet of music and they asked them to mentally rehearse the music piece. And what they found is they gave the exact same time frame. So they asked firstly the group that didn't have the piano to practice mentally rehearsing. They gave the same time frames for them to the ones that they did have the piano. And so that was the same amount of time that they were practicing, the same times, the same, same amount of times that they practiced. And then they got together and they, they tested it. So basically saw their level of competency in their ability to play that piece of music after a certain period of time. And what they found was that the people who actually practiced mentally rehearsed 
the piece of music were were just as good, if not better, than the ones that actually practice with the piano. It's fascinating, isn't it? Your brain just needs to see the outcome. Your brain just needs to see the steps that you're going to take. And by mentally rehearsing it helps you actually come to a level of confidence so you can take the action because your brain's like, oh, well, we've kind of done this before because we've mentally rehearsed it 15 times. So I'm actually going to do this and it's going to feel more comfortable, right? Because your brain is developing a level of competency and confidence in the process of mentally rehearsing it. So the next time that you're wanting to do something that feels scary or that you feel like you don't have the confidence in doing, what if you took the time to mentally rehearse it, right? Once in the morning, once in the evening, mentally rehearse exactly the step-by-steps, you, the steps you would take. And with more repetition, you become less scared and you're more likely to take the action because you then feel already competent. It's such an effective strategy and a lot of people don't use it. I use it so often. It's not funny. Like leading up to my speaking gig, I do two things. One, I actually practice it, actually physically out loud speaking it. Uh, working through the slides, like all the thing, like I physically take the action and practice it. And two, I mentally rehearse it. So I mentally rehearse exactly the way I want it to go. Not how I think it's going to go, not with all the doubts and the fears. I mentally rehearse exactly how I want it to go. And I know that that impacts me on the day because I think about the times that I've practiced it and my subconscious mind comes into play and supports me with remembering all of the bits and pieces that I want to say and the inflection and the tone and all of the things. And it helps me be a better speaker. So I hope that this serves you in so many different ways, because I feel like when it comes to anything that you want to want to have more confidence in, when you mentally rehearse it, you are developing that confidence. Then take the freaking action. You need to take the action. Otherwise, you stay stuck and you build the self-doubt, because if you haven't taken the action for a month, your brain goes, oh, well, you know, we haven't done it for a month. We've been so scared. What makes you think you can do it today? And we keep ourselves stuck in that cycle of of self-doubt. If you feel like this is holding you back, go take the free training on how to stop self-sabotaging your success because that will help you. And then let me know how you go with it. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week and start stepping into that next level of success in your business by developing the confidence through taking the massive action or at least mentally rehearsing it. I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.